Ani Faith, and you are now tuned into Life After Dusk Live. This is CJ Sway, and you're tuned into Life After Dusk Live. This is Perry, and you're tuned into Life After Dusk Live. Hey, this is Kula Von Seal, also known as Queen Kong, and you're tuned into Life After Dusk Live. Come get some, baby.
I got God in my life. He got me lifted in the sky, in the heavens. I'm helping when I'm living. Only the fuck boys. Don't make me have to fuck you up, fuck boys. Shit. God's us doing good, and A-Tech, he didn't move out the hood, he playing for Detroit Tigers now, million dollar contracts, he getting paid now, oh, shit, go, you gotta smoke for that, <laughs> congratulations, congratulations, dog.
We'll be talking about that. And as well as, of course, police brutality. Those two discussions are going to come up. Um, first off, because ironically, this is crazy, Nate. Um, this does have, this does tie to the conversation. Since I have a question for you. So what made you what made you decide that for those who don't know because people who don't like there's a reason why I rock with Nate and you know this is why we we rock with each other because there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes people don't really know about us and you know sometimes that's part of the fun having a little mystery or not necessarily mystery but making people find out and go do their own research. That being said, Nate, like, what made you decide that you wanted to get into the law field? Um, I wanted to get in law due to the fact that I think it's very important for every African American citizen to know their rights in the United States. And um, there's a lot of things that I didn't know about the law that I, you know, found out. So I think it's very important that, you know, you get books to read up on the laws, even if you don't want to go to school to get in a particular field in law, I think it's still important for you to just do research on it. That's what's up. Well, what, um, was it something that you always wanted to do? Um, is it something that I always wanted to do? Um, I would say that it kind of is. I always felt like I wanted to be, like, behind the desk or something like that. Or, you know, it was times that I did want to go to school to be a lawyer. But, um, honestly, going to school for a while, like, I mean, it's just, it takes longer than going to school to be apparently you. Like, going to school for a while is, like, it's eight year, eight year journey. But some of the things that lawyers can do is the same thing. Par- same thing paralegals can do. Paralegals really do all the back work for the lawyer. Behind, um, like paperwork, uh, draft documents, and things like that. The lawyer just look over it to ensure that the documents are correct to make sure you do get the job correctly. Right, because I know a lot of times you, I'm on your page. One of the things that you that you do, because I always tell people, people always think like with, with your de- or degrees, people think on a micro or a macro level, not on a micro level, or how things work. And I know it's a lot of times you do take the time to use that, and even if it's not necessary to help you with a case. You're really good about, you know, anytime a conversation has anything to do with anything legal. You tend to talk about, like, for instance, you talked about the importance of understanding when you need it, uh, you know, how like how you list your business name when it comes to being incorporated. And, uh, like, you do stuff like that all the time. So, you know, I, I, I just want to make sure I, I, I make sure I highlight that about you. You, you, you know, you know how I am, Nate. You know, I always love anytime you're doing something. I like to highlight it. That's why I do it with my team. I'm gonna highlight the hell out of them until people get tired of me. So yeah, I, I I had to state that from the beginning because I think it was very important that people know know your background as we get into this. 
and how important how important that makes the conversation even it makes your conversation even stronger because of because of that. So I had to start with it. Um. So I, I wanted I wanted to say why eyes particularly why why particularly these topics why why and and what like why my focus on and is there a correlation I'm trying to make here. I want to say, in a sense, it's a correlation. So, first off, I'm gonna be—I'm gonna be completely honest. This is just my personal opinion, or this is this is opinion based here. When when people ask me how I feel about, you know, all the riots that's going on and whatnot, I'm in the middle of that. What I'm not in, where where I get lost at, and where I'm not in the middle, is I'm like where we start to we just start being destructive. Yes. Now I made a point on Facebook the other day. I said one of America's most um celebrated riots is the Boston Tea Party. For those who know the Boston Tea Party, which hey, if you've taken U.S. history at any time, you you had to read that ad nauseum. The Boston Tea Party, what they talked about in there, remember what happened in there, was we were tired of the taxation from Britain. It, it was, and it was on the way they were taxing our tea, and basically the whole entire discussion was taxation without representation. How can you take taxes from us here in the U.S. when there's no representation here? So they all, they all, kind of, they all flew together. And as a way of protesting what was going on, people threw uh, through the ball through the tea into dun, 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 the into the river, into Boston Harbor. Excuse me. And that's what and that's what, what we that's how we get the whole the infamous Boston Tea Party. Now that was destructive of property. Yes. And also to understand, like to disagree, that yes, people are are doing it. Or, but but my thing is this: while we're doing stuff, what is our call to action next? I always know what you want to do next. We didn't have because that's where I think the problem. That's where my problem is. There's no one. There's no one. Um, at, there's no one be um, bring, um helping bring it all together and everybody having a. Having a close, because everyone's not going to completely agree, but everyone having a close to centralized voice. It's just everybody doing what the hell they want to do. We we oh we we had we had the thought that yes we're going to go protest, but then once you get there, everybody's doing what the hell they want to do. With reckless abandonment. That's and, and yes again there's been hell yes but, uh, another another time there was a riot that happened, an infamous riot that happened that destroyed black businesses. Was, um, not, was was what happened in um, Tulsa, Oklahoma, well known as um, Black Wall Street, and they were they, they were lighting stuff on fire, bombing stuff all the places, just um wrecking havoc. But the thing is, where we where we keep where where we had to figure out is. What's our next move? Because because everyone just 
hey, I'm mad, so I'm going to I'm mad, so I'm going to um, just tear down a, a bunch of buildings because I'm mad at what happened. I understand you mad, but you, in order for there to be change, there has to be a plan of action. You don't have a plan of action. What are we doing? And we got to get, again, we got to get on a one accord. Everybody running around, like, there's too many people doing too many different directions, and that's where the problem is going. That, that's why I have a problem. Man. If we, if, 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 the rule, if the magic rule is, hey, everybody loot, and then here's our next step, then okay, that's a different thing. If that's the way it's supposed to go, that's different. But that's not the case. And when we sit, when there's people that get annoyed, get upset, because black businesses are big. Here's the thing. It's not the fact of, hey, because, um, again, back to what happened to Black Wall Street. Yes, black businesses were destroyed, and they were destroyed by people who were not of color. It's the fact of we're just people of color running around destroying the stories and stuff, stuff, as well as the people who are not of color doing it, too, because they're utilizing this opportunity to go act a fool or whatnot. So, and that's why, and that's why it's very important. That this is why it's very important not to be doing it because it invites because people who are, who who love anarchy they will they will participate in it and they will and they will help um, disguise the message because all that's what that's what my problem is. It's the problem that. All this other stuff is taken away from the message that is trying to be sent, which the message is trying to be sent is, hell, we're tired of police brutality. We're sick of it that every time you turn your head because you're black, there's a new rule. You told people to comply. They comply. They still get killed. They don't comply. They get killed. Like you don't, It's like hit a hopscotch. You don't know which fucking way you're going to do it. Red light, green light. A literal, a literal version of red light, green light. And it's just annoying. We cannot continue to do this. It can't, it can't continue to happen that way. So, but I will get it. I'm going to throw it to Nate, but I will say this. The reason why I, con- I connected the COVID-19 thing, because I personally put it this way. I feel that if it wasn't for COVID-19, I feel like that I feel like the stuff, I feel like it would have been a little more organized. My, that's my personal opinion. When you got all of these people that have been quarantined and suck and have been forced to practically be stuck in their houses for all this time, it's like it's like building up this bottleneck of, of pressure. And you've already been frustrated. Hell, some people have lost jobs that that will have jobs forever, and they have this bottleneck of pressure. And then you shake this bottle up so much that it's ready to explode. So. Those who are usually, who probably would have been peaceful, they're they're on a chaotic. Their mind is on chaos mode because they've been trapped in the house. But I say this too: that do not, if you're gonna be out here protesting, please don't forget that COVID nineteen is still going on. It's a very serious thing. As a person who had just got tested as of yesterday. And I and it is official. Thank God, it is official that I am that my results said that it was negative. It's a it's a real thing. I know people personally who have got it personally, and it's a real it's real. 
This hoax shit, we got to cut the hoax the ho- the shit out. It's not a matter. I'm not saying that run around and be scared. I'm just saying just be aware of the moment and what's going on that it can happen. It's true it can happen. So the fact of that there's still a, there's still a thing and everybody's out there um, not wearing masks and in close vicinity with each other. It, it's like it's 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 scary. It's scary. It's, it's like people because because everybody was always because everyone kept saying this that if, oh we open up the businesses they're just trying to wipe out black people. Well, what do you? Well, why do we not have that same energy when it came to hey when we when we are. Uh, when we create a situation that caused you to have a protest and gather in one location is going to um, help eliminate. We never, no one thought of that. And then also, can we stop like because um, people are are being real on this point, and I, I want I want to hold people accountable. Um, yes, there's a disproportionate amount of people who aren't doing it, but there are people who are not of color who are out there protesting, who are out there they're getting tear gas. All that, and we're not acknowledging it. Like it's time for us. Like we got to acknowledge our allies. There are people who can't, who believe Black Lives Matter, who are saying that that you know there aren't black that's getting out there doing it, but we're not acknowledging it. And sometimes I feel like there's people, there's, um, there's certain people who are who have an interest of curating chaos in this and not being and not really trying to create a true sense of peace. Because the lead, we, when we need our leaders most to acknowledge that there are people who are doing, who are not kind of doing it, they're not doing it. They're not. They're not acknowledging it. So that's why I say, as far as now, um, name. What's your thoughts? Um, my thoughts is I feel like it's just too much um, inequality. Like. Um, it's just getting ridiculous. I feel like, honestly, they are not able to have us as slaves anymore, right? That phase mm-hmm. is over. They they are not able to do that. They cannot have us outside picking cotton. And they can't have me in the house cleaning up the mass of house. So, <laughs> therefore, I feel like this is modern-day slavery. This is modern-day because of what they cannot do legally anymore. So now they have to have another type of objective to suppress the African-American community. And by doing this, um, many people fail to realize when black women give birth, they are at risk to losing their life due to being African-American. You don't hear Caucasian women dying during birth or dying after they give birth because they give those people the proper medical attention. But when the African-American women, after they give birth, they're being told they're over-exaggerating when they're in pain and things like that, and like they're they're being told they're not really in pain and it'll go away. They're not getting that same medical attention. So they are killing our black women after they give birth and doing birth and they're killing our black men in the streets at the hands of the police. 
that's modern day phrasing. I feel you on that. It's, it's just a, I, I think it's a call to, like, you can't imprison everybody. So rather than imprison everybody, you create a different type of imprisonment. But the thing is, you know, and they look, I'm like here, because I'm like there and um, y'all have a, y'all have a curfew out there too, right now. Um, we did. I'm not sure we have a curfew now. Um, but we did um, the last few days. Yeah, they did to us. They put us on 72 hours um, that we weren't allowed to leave out the we – we, we weren't curfew. We had to be – our curfew from 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. Pretty much uh, – today's the last day of that. But um, for since Monday, we had to continue to do that. And so, yeah, it just kind of – like and well yet again, because if those who know what I do outside of what is I do outside of here, I work at a nightclub. So by 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 and I and I want to say because we also open during the day too. So let me preface that. But a lot of people know a lot of times, like most people try to go tend to go at night. But it's on the standpoint of. We just like we, it's like we're out of the frying pan into another frying pan because we went from we had to be closed for two months, two months because of the quarantine. Then you got you got a little taste. So let's see. Cause I want to make sure I um I quote my dates accordingly. So I'm going to to my calendar. Okay, so we open back up. On the twenty on the twenty second, really the twenty like late on the twenty first. So take but basically twenty second. We open back up on the twenty second of May. Went through that time. Went through that time. Went through that time. That was a little about a week and a so about a week and a half later after being open, we get closed again basically. Right. And so that's and so that's what my. That's where you know, and so I had to, I had you know I've had to have this discussion with people of how I feel about it. Of it's not like I understand people. Are, I understand there's a thing that we we want people to stop protesting, to want to try to bring peace. But the one thing we need to understand is yes, it's people that take care of their business. I, 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 that you know, closing stuff again is detrimental. And I understand yes, if people have a job already. Or you know, or they have in, or have other income. It's like you, we we can't do that. And, and again, it's like again, it was from fine to feel how they feel. But as far as me personally, like it's not right because especially both me and Nate on this show are entrepreneurs. If you told us we are after already having to deal with all these regulations of being um, closed for two months. And then you turn around, we open up, and a week and a half later, you told you to close again. Like that's not fair towards us. I don't care what color you are. This is not like we should like. And like this is not the answer. This is not the answer in order to stop stuff. We have to figure like, hey, that's the thing. 
everyone's think like the powers that be have that's my they have a, they have a problem with me too because we had we can't continue that every time like there's a problem shut it down like and that's and the people keep saying well money doesn't matter money doesn't matter obviously money does matter because anytime they want to stop something they shut down the money I'll make it. They want everybody to stay in the house and stop going around doing quarantine. Stop going around uh, because of the, the fear of COVID nineteen. All right, we're gonna close all these places and make it to where if you're not essential, we don't recommend you go outside. So, no, it's it's, it's crazy. We we like no, everyone's just running around. Yeah. And I don't, don't want to yell. I don't. I'm just telling people. I don't. That's why I don't talk about it on social media like this. Yeah, like I talk about it in a form where I can talk and you can hear my entire thoughts. Because when you talk about it on social media or in a text message, you only get a glimpse of what that person is thinking. And if you really got time to really see how a person fully thought, you will go, okay, I understand it. Even you don't personally agree with everything they say. You have to respect that person's opinion, especially if what, especially if something is directly affecting them. Mm-hmm. And so, that's, so yeah, so that's the thing. Like, I, I'm just, I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to figure. I just want in the day. I am, I am my last point, and then I'm going to throw it to Nate to have her last point as well. My last point that I want to ask every last person that that is um hearing the side of my voice or that that hears hears for someone else about what I said. My question is what is next? And, and before you answer that question, I want you to be very concise. Really think about it. Come up with a detailed plan. Cause that is very important. I want I want come up with a detailed plan of what's next. Cause I'm not gonna be the person sitting here and say everybody's idea is just stupid. But if you not if you don't have a plan if you don't have a plan, then we just run around just being reckless and we're not and we're not gonna get to we're not gonna get to a goal if we don't have a plan. You got a plan, you you figure out you know what goals you're trying to reach. And and I understand yes the goal is we want to stop police brutality. Okay, yes, but just like with every like every large goal, there needs to be small goals. So what's every we what's your small goals when you get to getting to that point? And I'm not doing it to be on some mean shit. This is real. I, this is so. This is what you gotta think. You gotta think. You gotta treat. You gotta treat um, social equality like a business. And I and by what I mean by business, it has to be well thought out and well planned. So that any so that any holes that get that trying to get be made in your plan, you got it covered. It depending on how you know, because people are gonna find holes in whatever you do. But if you got if you got a pretty tight niche, then you got a better chance of it being successful. So that's my point. Let's have some small goals that lead to a larger goal, which I understand a larger goal is you want equality <laughs> and you want police brutality and stuff. Just, I just want to hear everybody's different goals, so that we can get to, so that we can try to compile them all together and come with a unified voice. All right, Nate, what's your what's your final thought? 
Um, my final thought would be um, that everybody, you know, take a stance. I feel like don't just don't be quiet. Um, I feel like, you know, if you have black children, you need to be speaking out. If you have children that have African-American in their blood, you need to be speaking out because what if this is your brother, your sister, your I mean, your sister, your cousin? Like, this can be somebody close to you going through the same thing, and people don't take certain things serious until it's somebody close to them that it happens to. So I feel like in order to prevent that, then it's time to fight now and make a change now. Don't wait until it's too late. Um, also, I don't like the fact that people are saying, well, what about black-on-black crime? We're not talking about black-on-black crime right now. That's just not what we're fighting right now. Of course, black-on-black crime, that's a problem that needs to be addressed. But right now, we're trying to, uh, we got to start one step at a time. We're starting with police brutality. And I feel like a lot of the time, the reason why it's black-on-black crime is because the system is set up for us to hate our black brothers and our black sisters, and it should not be that way. So once we get this under under control, then black on black crime it will it will go down. Honestly, that's how I feel. Um, because the system is set up for African Americans to fail to where they need to go out and rob the next person, they need to go out and steal drugs, they need to go out and work at the strip club. Is is it's set up that way. It's set up to where they don't want families anymore. They don't want black women and black men to be in the same household and have children and raise children together. They want the father to be locked away and the mother to be on government assistance and not be able to do anything with their life. So once we make a change with the police brutality, the whole system will change. Once we get the racism under control, the system will change. But you know what, they, I want I want I want to say one one thing to one one thing you said, and I think this makes your point stronger. We had to start with the bringing. We had to start with the games of bringing up black on black crime because every race, every race kills their own people. We had to stop playing this damn game of uh, black on black crime. Like, I, I don't want to hear that shit. It's just people of all the all races killing each other every day. It's just a cute um, thing to point out of black on black crime. It's just, it's just real cute to point people point that out as a way to try to dispel. What's going on? No, 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 no. Everybody kills each other. Don't you? They better quit, like people quit using that that, that that line. That's where I get lost. When they start that nonsense, name they lose me. I like every like cause we, we don't run around and say, hey, the white people stop killing each other. Hey, Indian people stop killing each other. Hey, Mexican people stop killing each other. We're not making that a thing. 
So because I said, because the the reason why we continue to bring this up, people, is because it's not about what race is killing you. It's not necessarily what race, because it'd be black cops doing it too. It is about the fact of the people who are supposed to protect us are the ones who keep fucking us over. Fuck the who the fuck race it is. I don't care what the black cop that did this shit. It's fucking stupid and needs to we quit and the thing is what's even sadder is we're using taxpayer money to pay for basically we might as well call it a, a paid assassination because we're paying we use the taxpayer money to pay these people, which by the way we pay them when they had their leaves of absence to be at home while we sit there and, and play spin doctor. Where it's a paid assassination. What part of that do we not fucking get? That's the difference between when you want to bring your black on black crime and other shit. Because at the end of the day, black on black crime doesn't cost taxpayer dollars. It's not costing. We not, at the end of the day, we're paying. Taxpayers are paying these people to do their goddamn job, not go out there and do some reckless shit. There's people doing real shit out there, real shit, raping the fuck out of people, killing pe- killing people for real, all this other shit, and we're not watching that because we care about you just look like you're on the wrong side of the street. And we're doing it on, again, because people always want to say it's not about money, we're spending taxpayer money to do it. It's fucking stupid. It's Definitely. Fucking stupid. All this is at the end of the day, it's a paid assassination. If we're paying people to go kill, we're paying these people to do their job, but rather to do their job, we're paying them to go fucking kill people. This ain't the wild, wild west. Everybody shoot first, ask questions later. Get the hell out of here. Quit watching all them goddamn Clint Eastwood movies thinking you all Dirty Harry. I, 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 I mean, that's pretty. That's all I gotta say about it. You, you, I, I, I had to help you there because it, you, you, your whole point of them, it, it's not even about it, it's not even about you focus on black women. It's the fact of we got to quit playing the fucking game that every race is playing. But it's always so cute to them to say black on white. Like, love to call out the black on black crime, and also, quit saying all lives matter right now. Y'all are not the ones like white people is not in danger right now. Chinese people people not in danger right now. Hispanic people they in danger. They're people of color. But as far as like white people, y'all not in danger. You like the black people, the minority people are the ones in danger, so therefore that's why it's an ongoing issue right now. But y'all, these white people, these white folks love to say all lives matter. What about everybody else's life? Okay, bitch, you ain't going through no shit. Y'all not going through no shit right now. That's the case. But I do have this last thing I want to say. And I charge everybody out there to listen to sound my voice on this one too. And this is very important. And I know I'm gonna catch a flack on it, but it's very important. I was saying this. 
when it comes to everybody, when it comes to everybody else's issues, like Hispanic people that's being deported unjustly just because you know they're playing these games with people's lives, splitting up families. We need to be on the front line for those people too, because honestly, we don't be. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call a spade a spade and call it, it is what it is. We don't do. I don't see enough of us out there um, when they when it comes to these deportation protests too. We gotta have that same energy and look out for them too, because they be they like it's different. It's just basically different weapons to separate families. Killing a black dad or killing a, a black mom is a way of separating the black families. And then on us on the spending spectrum, you got to where they're being separated from their families. Families being a parent is being sent away to a whole other country, and their kids in a goddamn old Walmart inside of a cage. And they all had the same agenda. It's just being it's just different weapons being used. So I, I call this I call this the action of we got to do the same thing when our people. When, when I have spending our uh, brothers and sisters out there marching for uh, against uh, deportation, we got to do the same thing for them. I, I think honestly that would help us. That would help us too, because it is other races that are getting. They're just it's just not the same weapon. But again, people. We should. We appreciate y'all. Should we said I said it's gonna be a thirty minutes, but I know and this. I got just know how we do. We go with the, we go with the flow, whatever. And I want to definitely have this conversation where it was open and candid. And I appreciate Nate. This is why she's dope ass co-host. Fuck what you mean. Yes, I cuss in the show. It, 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 it's not. I'm not so politically correct that I gotta watch. I watch my mouth all the time on it. But in the day, the message is still saw, or still caught, which is, you know, do, those are, these are our personal views. Again, everyone has a right to feel feel the way they feel. But this is just why, this is how I personally feel. If they share how she personally feels, and we gave y'all what our personal calls to action are, because I'm not just I'm not a person just like to identify problems without also trying to figure out. What solutions I be that could be the case. So I appreciate Nay. I appreciate you for being a great cause. You know, you know, it, it, it's I mean coming on the show and, and being able to talk about this. That's a lot. So I appreciate you. And um, as always, man. So thank you, Nay. Absolutely, likewise. That being said, y'all. Um, you can um you can hear the conversation here as well as or our we on numerous amounts of uh, numerous um, streams, uh, including our iHeart Radio stream, which is on um you can go to the iHeart Radio site, look up um, our show Life of the Dust Live, or even download the iHeart Radio app and find us on there too. And subscribe. Subscribe and then you it'll automatically send you all the episodes that we do going forward, as well as allowing you to go back and listen to any episodes you may have missed in the past. So, there you go, everyone. Appreciate you. Um, they remind everybody how they can follow you. Y'all can follow me on Instagram, Nate Seduction, N-A-Y-Y, other the Seduction, Nate Seduction Brand. 
N A Y Y Productions brand B R A N D. I shouldn't have to spell brand. Y'all should be able to know how to spell it anyway. The Richardson Foundation. Uh, all social media, Nate's Production. Y'all be able to find me Snapchat, Nate's Production, Cash App, Nate's Production. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> but nah, they some best in the air with y'all. She threw a cash over there. She was not playing with none of y'all. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying if y'all want to be generous. <laughs> right, hey. It is what it is. Like, don't, don't, don't think, uh, day, don't think I'm, all of a sudden that means I'm just mad all the time, y'all. I'm, I'm still going to be happy laughing. Don't just mean I have to be change my energy and not be happy. <laughs> you know, you never know. Yes. Uh, there you go. Y'all can follow me, Setty J Dusty, E D V Y J, that's the letter J, D U S K, and then also Dustbot, D U S K S P O T. Now you can follow some of our pages there. You follow the pages there, and that will allow you to be able to uh, see all the show stuff on there too. So. Yes, again, everybody, thank you, thank you. We appreciate the love and support. And this is this is volume one of the big special here on Life of the Dust Live. All right, we out, y'all. Peace. And don't forget, if you go home, please do it responsibly. Please do it responsibly. <laughs>